Hey, I'm Todd. This is AJ. Welcome to Real Talk. I think we're on episode 8. Yep, this is 8. Episode 8. Uh, it's really good to see you guys. <laughs> um, so we're going to get started today. Typically, I do the spiel about where Real Talk is. Why don't you tell them what it is? So Real Talk uh, is essentially a, uh, a way for you guys to ask us questions, and we just kind of discuss it. You know, like we usually say, we usually don't have a plan for these kinds of things. Uh, since this is a pre, uh, pre-taped one, we do have questions ahead of time, so we're going to have a little uh, better idea. But on our live ones, uh, you guys can submit questions in real time, and we just kind of interact with you guys. So uh, you guys have the opportunity. There's a link, uh, slash real dash talk It's a mouthful. Um, yeah. And uh, you guys can submit questions, and they can be answered on these episodes. So uh, we're just going to uh, discuss a couple of questions here for a little while, and then uh, hopefully you guys get something out of it. So. Also, I'm giving a disclaimer for us. Even though we knew the question ahead of time, we've done next oh, to zero yeah, prep on this. Absolutely. So we're just – first time we've talked about these are mm-hmm. right now with you. Yep. So hopefully, if nothing else, this inspires you to go seek out the answers yourself and uh, drives you to Scripture because that's really our main our main focus. And to find people in your life that you can have these kind of conversations with because I do think that's really important. Definitely yes. benefits me. I think it's benefited you. Oh, Some huge. guys we know. How's yes. your week been? It's been good. I've uh, made some major changes. Nice. Uh, you know, just trying to figure out life. You know, I know for me, like, like last week we kind of talked about um, just feeling like, you know, for me I wasn't really like feeling, I was in a weird place in my mind. Yeah. Um, and today I feel it's interesting how, you know, when you make, you know, just changes, you know, it's weird because like you always have like that doubt of like, oh, I don't want to do this. And it's like, well, let's just jump in. Yeah. And you jump and then like, huh, even just the act itself. There's a weight lifted. Yeah. So I'm really excited to just see what's ahead of me. Um, I know that... That's cool, man. Yeah. I mean, I just feel a lot less, uh, I guess, pressure, mm-hmm. which is odd. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. Once you, sometimes once you just take the step, even though the step's terrifying, once yeah. you've made the decision, it's like, okay, well, now I've already done it. So You're right. Might and as like, well stop worrying about so it. So I'm, I'm excited, you know, yeah. and, and I'm, I'm def- I feel like I'm in a much better headspace than I was before. So That's awesome. I'm excited. Good. That's really good. Cool. I, I was serious. Yeah, how are you? You seem sarcastic. Uh, yeah, it's been a rough week, man. Been yeah. a rough week, so. Um, yeah, I guess I should be pretty real. It's one of those weeks where I'm like, what am I doing? Why am yeah. I doing this? But that's because I get focused on, uh, like, human things, I guess. My yeah. own feel, get caught in my feelings. <laughs> it's a cool phrase. Uh, so, I, you know, so I just start thinking stuff and I'll, t- I'll probably talk about it once we get through these questions because sure. it's, it's got me thinking about some things yeah. about, you know, kingdom work and life and all that and maybe it'll benefit people. But we can answer some questions first and kind of go from there. But, sure. Yeah. We can get but started. hey, God's still good, right? No matter what. Absolutely. All right. Um, let me go. Let me go first, okay. I think. So here's the question we got. Hey, we're back to note cards. Slips are gone. <laughs> yeah. If you were to reflect... To decide if you had a good year or a bad year, so you're at the mm-hmm. end of your year. Okay. You think if you had a good year or a bad year, what criteria would you use to go into deciding whether it was good or bad? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, man, what criteria would I go with deciding if it's a good or bad year? Yeah. Um, I guess I'll, I'll even like just like I'll guess I can try to do like a year in review of like 2018, for example. Like mm, um, live, real. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like. The way I took it, well, for, for, first and foremost, time flies, and it's unbelievable. It's terrifying, man. Yes, and, like, it's wild that we're already three months into 2019. <laughs> I don't even like that you're saying that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so 2018 flew. But um, the way I would look at it is, um, you know, obviously life's a roller coaster. It's always going up and down, and, you know, 
And I feel like a big reason why it is is because we're always living in our feelings. You know, we're not supposed to. You know, we can use it as, you know, where, you know, we can measure it, use it as a, you know, measure to where we're at. Mm-hmm. But, and, you know, and then we make adjustments, but we usually don't do that. We sit in that. What's and, good. Um, yeah. So we're trying to reflect. Like, I think I did a lot of sitting in 2018, like sitting in those feelings. So, like, I think it started off, you know, a little rough. You know, I know I, I, you know, like I, like, I lost my job for a little bit la- at some point last year, you know, and that was tough trying to, um, just you know, get back into that, and then I actually moved out of my apartment in Fort Wayne. Yeah, and that was a lot of change. Best, yeah, and, that, and you know, a lot of that wasn't on the best of terms either. But you know, it's crazy though because you know, I'm really glad those things happened because then I look at like like how I recovered and how I you know I I got back up from those things and like I feel strong as I was. You know, I feel way stronger than I was before, yeah. and uh, it, it led me to a really good opportunity like now. You know. In 2018, and that's when we started this internship. That's when we did all these yeah. things. So, man, 2018 was a wild year, and it's funny because when I look at like previous years and like I reflect, I'm like, what a crazy year it was, but it didn't feel like it when I was in it. Yeah. So I guess like, man, how I how I can actually like measure that, I'm not sure. That's tough because like I think it's all hindsight, honestly. Mm. It's hard for me to. I think it's kind of what they're saying though. Like if when you look in hindsight, like right. if you're saying 2018 was a good year or a bad year, what would make it one of the two? To uh, you? Which I think you know you said it was a wild year, so. Yeah. It's a start. Um, yeah, I guess I didn't answer that question. <laughs> no, you, I think you did. I, did, I think there's a lot of good. No, I think there's a lot of good stuff in the first part. Yeah. And I think there's. I think you have an answer like mm-hmm. to, to that question in there. Um, um, I think you know, and obviously, like, like, like this can be taken as as like a Christianese thing. I think, but you know, it's real still. Sure. Is, is like you know, did I grow closer to God that year? Yeah. You know, and for me, like I did. So that's mm. a good year. That's like, good, man. You know, and I think you got to be appreciative. You know, and I think Absolutely. that's and that's hard sometimes. Like I get that. Like I, there was times last year I didn't appreciate life. You know, but not you know, true. Yeah, and you know, reflecting on that, you know, I think as long as you're finding yourself appreciating life more than like feeling like you want to die or mm. feeling like you just you know you don't want to be a part of anything or like you, when you're feeling like you're alone. Like I feel like as long as you outweigh those times in a year, it's a good year. That's really good, man. Yeah, I think I'd agree think that i'm not really sure mm-hmm. yeah, it's <laughs> well, a, yeah, yeah. It's a, that's a tough question because i don't know if i do that maybe i should you know mm-hmm. sometimes that's one of my fears is i'm pretty driven yeah. but also i don't necessarily because i'm driven i'm always looking to what's next am i enjoying the moment i'm in mm-hmm. and then what ends up happening is i end up living in the past because i'm I realize I didn't live in it in the moment, so I end up doing it, it you like, in the past, and then I look like that guy that can't move on when it's like, I'm just trying to enjoy it for the first time, mm. instead of actually enjoying it. So, yeah. Sure. Time, time goes fast, man. That's good. What's up? What do you have next? How many times does the Old Testament reference Jesus? I have no idea, but a lot. Um, and I know the prophets, uh, I mean, you can answer this a couple different ways. I mean, <clears throat> we get reference to Jesus all the way in Genesis when it talks about Cursing the servant, I'm uh, servant, the serpent, and uh, you know the prophecy that essentially the son of man will crush the head of the snake, the enemy, feed death, reverse decision, and then we, you know, we get appearances. We talked about this a little bit. A lot of biblical scholars believe that um, when it talks about the angel of the Lord in all caps, when it's translated in English, that that's mm-hmm. Jesus um, in the flesh, not always an angel. Um, you have to look this up. I can't go way deep into that. Um, when, uh, you know, certainly the prophets talk about Jesus countless times, uh, all the way down to the town that he was born on, born in, to the line that he came from, it's wild. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and how that all came true. And it's not like they just guess like, oh, yeah, he's going to be born in the United States, which that alone, you know, it's specific to a small town, not even an important town. So yeah. um, throughout the the the, um, the New Testament, I mean, the Old Testament, mm -hmm. it's foreshadowing Jesus. So I don't know exactly how many. It would be a great question to research, but I know mm -hmm. it's a lot. And I know that's really the point is him constantly pointing to, to the Messiah, the Savior that's yeah. to come. So it's good stuff. Nice. Uh, I have some false idols in my life. And they, I know they're false idols, but how do I keep myself from going back to the comfort of those false idols? Oh, yeah. um. <laughs> Coming at you with the yeah. heavy one. Yeah. Um. See, the, the interesting thing about this question is, is that they say they know it is. Yeah. And that... That powerful, is so, yeah, like, like that's that's great. But then, how do you keep yourself from? It's a great question. Yeah, like like how do you get yourself from going back to it and making it your idol? Um, I think there's there's the first option for me is just cut it out. Like mm, don't. It's good. Don't have anything to do with it. That's you know, it might be something good, but if it's it's a, if it's above God, that's no longer good. And um, choo choo, choo choo. Um, I think. Yeah, that's step one. You know, if you feel like you can't put it in moderation or whatever, whatever this is, if you can't put it in moderation, you can't put it below God. You need to cut it out. Yeah. Um, and pray about it. Pray that you can bring that whatever that is. You know, if it's if it's something that brings you joy, but it's too much joy, where you know you don't, you're finding more you know salvation in that than you are in, in Christ. Yeah. Like you have to pray that you know when you go back to it, you know that you can you can control that. Mm, um, it's really know, like, good. Like for me, like I think, like you know, for music, that's a big thing that I'm always like on the cusp of. Like yeah. I gotta be careful, um, you know, because I don't wanna, I don't wanna have music define how I'm feeling when I know I should be feeling because of what he, you know Jesus has done for me, you know. And, that's good. Um, man. Or even like you know relationships, you know, I just got in a relationship recently, and um, you know I have to be careful with that because I, I know that you know you're aware of this. You're, you you've become close to me, you know. Sure. That, you know a lot of you know a lot of times in my life, you know, women were an idol. So mm -hmm. I have to be careful of that, you know, and I have to remember, like, hey, like, this cannot be above God, yeah. you know, so, like, you know, and then you always have to, you have to be proactive and, you have to be proactive and asking for help, and you also have to be open to that help, like, like, if, if people mm. go, so if you go, hey, you know, you know, this is something that I'm going to bring back in my life, and I need, you know, I need help, you know, staying accountable of not putting this above God, and someone goes, hey, man, you know, How's that yeah. going? You go, oh, I'm doing fine. And you know, you <laughs> just, mad. exactly. You yeah. know, you get frustrated. If you get frustrated at the very thought of them just asking you the question, then you check your heart. Boom. You know, um, and check, you know, like, okay, back to step one. Got to cut it out again. You know, I think it's kind of a cycle. Like, you know, if you can't, you know, because there's nothing wrong with having good things in your life. But if yeah, it's absolutely. God, then it needs that and it needs out. So. I really like that, that you said. And that's, that's tough truth to hear. Sometimes... If you know, and it sounds like you said, this person knows it's an idol and they still mm -hmm. have trouble going back to it, whatever that idol is. Yeah. The very fact that they use that word is pretty powerful. Yeah. I like that you said you might have to walk away from it for a while, mm -hmm. no matter if it's good or not. That's right. Just until you can understand and put it in its rightful place. And exactly. I think that's really true. I've noticed that in my own life. Mm -hmm. It's kind of cool, too. Sometimes, you know, and I always feel like you want to be the one to give it up and not wait for God to take it from you, mm. <laughs> you know, because then it's a lot more painful, it seems like. Um, but God's so good, and you know, like you said, it can be good things, and He can give it back to you when you're ready. It's kind of like right. being a kid, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, you you can't drive that Lamborghini when you're 10, even though you try to, and you're crashing and damaging. <laughs> when you're older, and you're 16 or 18 or whatever, and He's like, "Hey, you can have this back," you know. Right. You're mature enough to handle it, so that's really good, man. 
I, I don't really have much to add to that. Awesome. Uh, is it you? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> what What do you have against orcas? <sighs> this is a deep question. <laughs> Very deep. <laughs> I'll start with the simplest answer. They are evil. Uh, if you don't know what an orca is, it's a killer whale. The very fact that we have called them killer whales. Let me give you another name that's a synonym. Murder whale. Does that change the name for you? If I called it a murder whale, does that change how you feel about orcas? Because that's what they are. Let me tell you what orcas do. Orcas, they swim around the sea. Okay? Let me give you an example of it. Maybe a typical orca's day. Okay. He's already eaten today. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm not even mad at them that they got to eat things. Okay? Sure. They eat a seal. Fine. They eat a couple seals. They're full. Yeah. They swim around. They see another seal. You know what? You can look this up on YouTube. The orca says, I want to just hit this seal with my tail for no reason. Shoot him 40 feet in the air. Let him land. Hit him again. You might think to yourself, oh, they're probably going to eat him. Nope. They just swim away. Let the orca just, I mean, the seal just sit there in pain and confusion. Okay, uh, that, does that sound like a good creature to you? <laughs> uh, let me give you another example. Uh, they will grab a human when they've attacked them. This is I'm going to get it. We're going to get like Peta's coming for us. All right, but they grab a human's leg. Okay, this has happened, and they pull him down, and, you're, and then they let him go. So the human's like, "Yay, I'm going to breathe!" And right before they get a breath, they grab him again, and they just toy with him. Hey, you're going to live? No, you're not. I don't trust them. All right, I don't trust an orca, and I never will. And uh, that's the end. that's really the end of my story. Uh, I don't know if that answers your question, but I think it does. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was very I think specific. It's covered. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think I'll go on if you'd like. We can do a whole episode. <laughs> yeah, maybe do a documentary. Yeah, <laughs> do a documentary. I, I don't know. If, I don't there know was if one. Anyway, yeah, it's not a good idea. <laughs> we might have to edit this. Anyway. Is it my turn? Yes. Yeah. Is it okay for a Christian to drink alcohol? Yes. Okay. In moderation. In um, moderation. Yes. Um, obviously, you know, I can't think of the exact verse right now, but you know, it you know it t- talks about you know not being a drunkard, you know, not falling into you know drunkenness, you know, and uh, staying you know being in sober mind, and um, that's good. Yeah. I believe you know. It references wine all throughout the Bible of people celebrating with it. You know, like I don't think alcohol is a bad thing. Um, it's one of those things where I think it's, it brings joy to us, you know, and how it makes us feel. But if you overdo that, that's when it becomes a, a problem, you know. And it's funny because, like, we think about that. Like, that's people tend to take like something like alcohol, and they don't think that like, they think it's like different than like any other kind of like sin. Like, so it's like, oh, you have, you know, you have alcohol. People are like, oh, how, you know, how dare somebody drink alcohol? You know, that's, that's a sin. And then, you know, it's like, okay, well, you know, the same thing you're doing with your music over there where you're just completely, you know, you can't put secular music down for two minutes, you know, like it's yeah. the same thing. So yeah. I think it's all about realizing, hey, like, once again, it goes back to, you know, making sure it's not above God. Like, you know, it tells you specifically, hey, you shouldn't, you know, be severely under the influence of this thing, so don't do it. But it's not saying no. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, to give some verses yes. uh, that talk specifically about that, I just looked it up as you were talking, against drunkenness. Ephesians 5.18, and do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Holy Spirit, with the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Galatians 5.21 says, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. 
Um, Proverbs 21 is interesting because it talks more about the effects of this stuff long term. Mm -hmm. Wine is a mocker, strong drink a brawler, and whoever's led astray by it is not wise. Interesting. Um, and the one you talk about, First Peter 5, 8, certainly it's not just talking about sober and alcohol when it says be sober-minded, right. but be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. First um, Corinthians 6, 10, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. Um, we can go on and on. Um, now, here's where where we start talking about more of to to jump on because I think I think you're right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to add a little maybe uh, clarification on some of it. I do think that the question we got to ask ourselves is where is the line of drunkenness, and that's mm. a that's a that's an interesting thought. Yeah, that's a. So the the issue with this is I think that sometimes are the people that ask this question. Typically, the ones that ask, not always, some of them are genuinely just wondering if they can even have a glass of wine. Others are trying to justify how much, they're drinking. How much they can drink. Sure. And if you're asking yourself, oh, how, like how, where's the line so how I can get can I to the line, right. then are you really, you know, you're probably mm -hmm. already there. Yep. Um, so, I think, is it okay for a Christian to drink alcohol? I think you're right on. The Bible talks about drinking wine. You know, people are going to argue and say, well, that wasn't really wine like we know today. Regardless of whether how strong it was and what proof it was, it was alcohol. It was wine. Um, but, you know, I think that sometimes we overthink these things, mm -hmm. right? Are there people out there, well, I'm going to use myself. Are there people out there that um, enjoy beer? Yes. I am not one of those people. Mm -hmm. I don't enjoy the taste of it. People yeah. do. That's yeah. that's. Um, and can they drink it and just enjoy it? And yeah, and they, they don't... I know that if I were drinking it, I know that I'd be doing it for a reason because I don't like the taste of it. Does right. that make sense? Yeah. So I have to be, um, I'd have to be honest with myself. The other, the other thought with that, and we talked about this uh, in another group recently, but let me make sure I'm here at the right place. Nope, wrong one. It is First uh, Corinthians 10, uh, and it talks about Paul talks about Christian liberty, meaning our freedom in Christ, and he actually uses the example of eating. Um, because there were believers that said you can't eat meat that's been sold by the pagans because it's uh, it was offered as a sacrifice and mm -hmm. essentially you're taking part in pagan rituals and other people are like, well, I'm just going to eat it. It's meat. It doesn't matter. And he says everything is permissible, but not everything is helpful. Everything is permissible, but not everything builds up. No one should seek his own good, but the good of the other person. Eat everything that's sold in the meat market, asking no questions for conscience. Uh, if one of the unbelievers invites you over and you want to eat, eat it, blah, blah, blah. And it goes down to say... Um, but if someone says to you, this food is considered an idol, do not eat of it. Do not eat it for out of consideration for the one who told you and for conscience's sake. And he says, I do not mean your own conscience, but the other person's. For why is my freedom judged by another person's conscience? If I partake for thanks, why am I slandered because of something for which I did, for which I give thanks? Therefore, whatever you eat or drink, do what, whatever you do, do everything for God's glory. Give no offense to the Jews or the Greeks or the church of Christ, just as I also try to Try to please all people in all things, not seeking my own profit, but the profit profit of many that are may man I can't speak, but the profit of many that they may be saved. So essentially, he kind of goes on and is saying, um, you know, don't use your Christian liberty if it's going to cause someone else to stumble. So let's say I'm out and you are like I alcohol, you know my my family's alcoholics and I can't I can't even be around it. And I'm like, oh that's nice, right. you know that's. That's not benefiting you, so... Right, not taking that... Yeah, I, I think it's one of those things that you just got to be honest with yourself about. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, I agree with you. I think 
would I say that drinking a glass of wine or anything, you know, do I see that biblically as being a sin in and of itself? I don't see that. And there are people that would disagree. Uh, I encourage you to go seek it out in Scripture yourself mm -hmm. um, and see. So I would agree with you. Awesome. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Production people? Does that make any sense? Any of you listening? No? Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. All right. I think that's it. Are you? Do you have another I one? I got one done? more. Okay. Uh, what is blasphemy of the Holy Spirit? No, at least it's not a big one. Uh, I want to read the section that comes from. That comes from a specific section. Jesus talks about it. Uh, it's actually pretty serious because, and it's good that we are thinking about what that is. So in Mark chapter 3, um, they actually, what one that sets this up is that the religious elite, the people that are against him, accuse him of performing miracles because he is a demon, not because he's holy. Mm -hmm. So he kind of talks about that and tries to make sense of that. And then he says, um, on the other hand, no one can enter a strong man's house or all his possessions, blah, blah, blah. He said, I assure you, people will be forgiven for all sins and whatever blasphemies they may blaspheme. Blaspheme, I'm sorry. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness, but is guilty of an eternal sin. Because they were saying he is an unclean spirit. Uh, put simply, what I see that as being. So that's why is that important? Well, he's saying you. this is the one thing you can't be forgiven. Would you not want to know what that is? You don't want to do that one thing. No. So in the context, what that means is the one thing that can't be forgiven is a rejection of Jesus Christ. Is an ultimate rejection of Him being the Savior. An ultimate rejection. So why does it say Holy Spirit? Because the Holy Spirit is what prompts us to respond mm. to the gospel. So an ultimate rejection of that is the one sin that can't be forgiven. Because if you're rejecting Him, then you're not forgiven. You're not justified all those things. So uh, really what is blaspheming the Holy Spirit? It is the, it is the rejection of Jesus Christ as Savior. And it's... Um, that's the one thing that can't be forgiven because that's the only thing that can forgive. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and so hopefully that makes sense. No, that made, yeah. uh, I don't really think there's much to add on to it. I know some people will say other things, but that's, uh, you know, that's, that's what it is. So yeah, good. Yeah. That's all the questions we have. All right. What are we, how are we doing on time production folks? You can just give me a finger or a 23. Wow. That's pretty quick today. Well, hey, man, anything you want to talk about to close this up? Otherwise, we're at a quick one today. Um, anything going on in your life? I'll think about it, too. Let's see. I think it's interesting. Um, I think it's interesting, and I kind of went into it a little bit earlier, but yeah. like how how much weight we hold when we're just frozen. Like, I could depend, And it doesn't even matter what it is. Like, when it comes to like making a decision on something, mm. it's interesting how how much goes into a decision we make and how like like depending on like what it is and like how much weight is on either side of saying like like, like should I do this, should I not? It's interesting like how, how long that can take you sometimes to make a decision. Yeah. You know? Well what that stops us me. from making the decision? Fear. fear of what? Fear of many things. That can be fear of usually of making the failure, wrong decision. Sure, right? Failure, yeah. right, rejection, all those things. Something that really blew my mind, and I know we've talked about this, and I say it a lot, it kind of just like finally clicked for me, because believe it or not, I could often have moments of paralysis by analysis, like I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm overthinking decisions. It's just a decision, I think I came to this place where I realized, and I say it often, is that I think God is more interested. Certainly there are things that we need to make right decisions, right, when he's really clear about it, don't do this, do this. Mm -hmm. But certain things, so let's say, which job should I take, should I do this, you know, what I realize about myself is, is that it's really a mistrust in Him. 
Mm. And that's because I'm trying to take the weight of my future on myself. Yeah. Everything I, it rides on this one decision really good, instead man. of trusting that I think faith is stepping and knowing that he's on the other side of whichever no choice. What, yeah. Right. And, and that he will use that. that. Yeah. yeah we but should. we don't. And like he said. <laughs> yeah. Like there's no ease of mind. It's funny. You know, like, you know, I had, I had to make a decision uh, and I was like, oh, what do I do? I was, <laughs> I was sat there for like 30 minutes. Like, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I was like, ah, oh, you know, if I do this, and here I was trying to do, you know, do all these calculations in my head of like, you know, well, if I go this way, this is what's going to happen. If I go this way, this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, you know, I'm going to jump a couple of things here. And so, you know, and <laughs> yeah. like, it's yeah. just going super in depth. And it's just like, man, like, why can't we just trust, right? Like what you said, like, you know what, you know, and I think it's because we, we talk about feelings. And I think, I think one thing that, that can stop us from making an immediate decision is feelings sometimes. And I wonder if that is, and like this is kind of like like where I kind of twist it is like, do you think that helps us in making better decisions? What the feelings or not? Or because like like I feel like we get frozen from our feelings, and mm-hmm. like that can almost kind of give us more time to be like, okay, like what? Like, think does, does it make sense? I think so, but I I don't know. I guess the answer to that is like, what feelings would make us paralyzed? Mm-hmm. What, usually fear, anxiety, right, worry. Is, Are those good things? You know. Yeah. So, and again, dude, I'm saying this as a person who 100% is in, is in you know, often in your, your boat. I think, yeah. I don't know, I think, I agree, it's fascinating. Like, 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 is there a difference between, like, like that and an impulse? Like, like, where's the line of, like, sure. like, like how do you, like, find that, that solid in between? Well, I mean, I, we're not talking that when we come to a decision, we have to sit there and immediately decide. There, right. There's definitely something about being wise and seeking counsel. Yeah. But, but I think you're not even you're talking about those moments that we all understand where we've already done that, we've gathered all the right. information, <laughs> yeah. and now we're like, okay, just gotta pick the door, and we're still like, <laughs> yeah, okay, you know what right. I mean. That makes so, sense yeah, I yeah. think I definitely think that feelings can be good. Okay, so I'm anxious. Which one makes me more anxious? Why is it making me anxious? You know, mm. thinking through that, yeah. but. I think you're talking about the times when we know it yeah, feels like already, you're pushing on a wall, right? Like yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that makes more uh, sense. Right. Because and and I I don't know, man. I really this is just my thoughts. Mm. And I think for me, I don't want to say this, but is it really just my lack of faith? It, a lot of times, yeah. faith in what? Faith that God is good. Faith that God is going to keep His promise to me. Faith that no matter what happens. He can use it for my right. good in some right. way. Right, because despite the feelings, despite all the analysis, despite everything, he's on either one. Yeah. So, and it's just like, man, so after you gather all that, you, there should still be an ease of when that decision is made. Because yeah, but easier said than done. And we, we tend, and I think we do tend to go, oh man, he's got this right decision. And if I pick the wrong door, he's like, see ya, you're on your mm-hmm. own, you know, and that's not God. Mm-hmm. Now, do I think there are times that probably, I'm not saying we should never... You know, seek, pray, even about decisions. I do. I just think when I when someone says to me, "Have you prayed about it?" I believe that's a submission to God, saying, "Lord, I'm open to your direction. That's Where good. do you want me to go?" It's but if He decides, like sometimes He might say, "I'm gonna I'm gonna sit in silence because faith is watching you step and knowing I'm going I still got you." Mm, that's good, right? Sometimes He does give us direction. Yeah, hundred percent. Like we know that, and we. But sometimes He doesn't, and I think the times He doesn't is. Is is for us to 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 grow our faith, you know. That's good. So that's just a thought. I don't yeah. Know. But I think you're speaking for a lot of people. I yeah. think I think that's right on. Mm. And another thing that that um, that kind of came across my mind was like how it's in, like I I find it so crazy how 
how radical our faith seems when it's actually acted out. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like even like even like in church. Like yeah. like like when it's and like yeah, I find myself even like doing that sometimes. Like when somebody like acts out in like the right way or they do the right process, you're like, what are they doing? And like they're like, oh, just you know, doing what the Bible says. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like weird, <laughs> you know, because it's like we're not used to that. It's like it's like we. You know, I don't even know how to explain it. It's no, man, odd. it's weird because I think that you're kind of just, it's just funny because I was like, oh, I'll just let it go, Lord, when I said I'd talk. But you kind of tie into that because I didn't look at it this way, but kind of something I've been wrestling with is, mm-hmm. you know, I like that you said that. Even me, if I see somebody sold out mm-hmm. and I see it, I'm like, there's part of me that's like, well, that's weird. What, what's, what's behind it? Why are they so weird, right? <laughs> yeah. And then there are things, and we've talked about this. We have a men's group. We talked about this briefly the other day. I don't know, man. I just, I wrestle with that too in the sense of where's the line? You know, it is radical to follow Jesus. We say it and then he says things in the Bible and we make excuses for the Bible all the time. Well, that was, he wasn't talking about this. He was using it as a symbol. And, you know, sometimes he was the scripture, but sometimes it's pretty black and white. And we start, and I do this, we start looking for loopholes to not have to be as radical as. He says we need to be. That's good, man. You know what I mean? I agree. And I don't know, man. I guess I get down sometimes because I feel like either way, I it do, I'm I it doesn't work out. So if I don't, if I'm not sold out for him, then are we are we really following him? Am I playing it safe? Am I able to be used the way he wants me to? Am I am I really following him fully? Or because we're not talking about whether he loves me when right. I play it safe. But if I if I do act radical, then the world says you're crazy, mm-hmm. or they like you said you go, what's going on with this guy? Yeah. And, and the most heartbreaking part is the church, like we as Christians. And I don't, yeah. I'm not insulting any specific church. I'm talking about us, all yeah. of us. Yeah. It, isn't it odd that we're the ones that question it the most? I yeah. Like I if we see a church doing it wild, I was talking about this the other day. Um, I was just looking up some stuff. Someone was trying to encourage me, and they're like, hey, you know, a lot of churches get called cults, for instance. And you're like, okay. And then you look it up, and they're, these are like mainstream popular authors. I could give their names. And you go and type their names in, call, and there's like these articles and calling them cults. And, and like, then when you look into why it is, it's because a lot of times, a lot of times, sometimes they're, it's because they're doing radical things. They're living in radical community, or they're doing, I don't know, maybe they're doing crazy stuff with the poor or they're reaching a segment of the population that no one else is doing so it's got to be wrong yeah and i don't know i i guess i get discouraged man because i feel like you know it's the enemy i'm sure messing with me because on the one hand i'm not sold out enough because i shouldn't care what other people think Mm -hmm. and then part of me this is the twist so i'm like oh i need to be more radical and then it's like well okay lord well if all the if if 70% of Christians say that's too far, then it's probably too far, Lord, because you wouldn't have it. But then I'm like, uh, then I'm kind of deifying them. I'm trying to say whatever most Christians say is, is good is what's good. But even when the people that follow Jesus, the majority of them wouldn't follow him to the end. Does that make sense? No, I mean, it's so showing that. Yeah, I mean, but what I'm trying to say, yeah. so I wrestle through that a lot. Am I, am I crazy because the crowds say I'm cra- crazy if I did X, Y, Z? Or am I, or is that just the cost of following Jesus? Because there are crazy people out there yeah. who justify and say, well, I'm in the minority and I speak for God and that's why I kill all these people. Does this make sense? So it's just no, this it constant wrestling of, yeah. and that's hard, man. It's, it's hard. Yeah. And it's hard to, 
it's hard to, and I'm, and I'm, I'm not just saying I'm a martyr. I'm talking about even the times that I do this to other people. Yeah. You know, we watched a pretty cool, I don't want to say his name necessarily, but we watched this cool pastor, right, who did, well, I don't know if he's a pastor, but this preacher, that, the video, right, yeah. that's been doing these crazy dance, and, he's, and we first we were laughing because it sounded ridiculous, and then we started looking more, and he's like, dude, this guy's just sold out. But yeah. what was our first thought? Ha ha, exactly. this is ridiculous, mm -hmm. this is something to laugh at, as opposed right. to, is it really funny, or is he just, he right. believes this? Yeah. Talking about like, like this is real. Like, this is guy, real to this guy. Yeah, yeah, and and so even myself, and I don't know, man. That's just my. I guess I've been down about that a little bit, and yeah, thinking through those things for myself, and then also it makes you, me think of those places that I'm not. Ah, man, I need to be more like you, Jesus, and not even in the crazy ways, in the little ways. Yeah. So that's kind of where I've been. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm sad. I'm more. Sure. Not even convicted. I'm, so, I'm more thinking through. Yeah. You know, like, all right, Lord, what are you saying to me? What's the Holy Spirit? What's Scripture? What is? What's all this saying to me about this? I don't know if this makes any sense. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. Right? I mean, that's the way it's going to be. So well, for some of you, you're going to be like, yeah, I get it. Some of you are going to be like, this sounds insane. So whichever. It's, it's wild, though, because, like, when we look, like, you know, you take all that. And it's so cool because it ties back to what, I, what we talked about first. It's just like... Even though you're working through all that, like that God's like, I still have you. Like, like yeah. And he's just like, I'm gonna use whatever I can, and you know, I'm still gonna build off whatever this is. And it's like, it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's just odd how the crowds can make you doubt that. Yeah. Because those moments when the crowds, let's say myself in my life, I, I know that my heart and is right. I know I'm trying my best, and I know that what I'm doing isn't anti-biblical. It's actually me trying. I'm not saying it's 100, but it's not against scripture. I'm trying to. I think I'm doing what's biblical. And I think yeah. I, that if the crowd tells me I'm not, mm -hmm. I believe them. Mm. And that tells me something and it makes me want to cry. That tells me that if I were following Jesus and the crowd said crucify him, crucify him, what I've been in the crowd saying right. the same thing because the crowd says it. Mm. Yeah, man. And, and because the truth is, he told us that. And, and he said, and that's where the thin line is. You don't want to assume everything. Every time another believer is questioning you that it's your... You're being persecuted, right? We don't want to say that. Yeah. And that's not true. And that's dangerous. But there are, we clearly know sometimes maybe that is happening. Maybe you are, maybe the crowd's not right. They weren't right when they said crucify him, crucify him. Hey, we'll give you Jesus or we'll give you this murderer. Which one do you want? Give us the murderer. Give us Barabbas. Crucify him. Mm. And that's, dude, that is so scary to me. That it's almost, it's just crazy. Like, I, sh I hate that I care. I hate that I can't look at the Bible and be, and every day and every moment be 100% confident that what I'm doing is, is what he told me to do. Mm. I hate that I let people mess with me in that. Even right. good intention people, because the truth is, every time they do that, are they being jerks? No, they're mm. probably scared, or they're probably, it is, it's yeah. nerve-wracking or whatever else, you know? Yeah. It's like taking a kid on a roller coaster the first time. It's not really dangerous, but it's crazy. Mm -hmm. And so they're going to be nervous. Right. And sometimes that's what it is. And we do that to people, man. And we've done it to people from the beginning. And it's just like, I don't know, man. My heart sometimes breaks. Not because I hate the church. Clearly I don't. I'm, right. But because we're not everything I think we could be, including myself. Yeah. And I wonder what it'd be like if we just trusted him and we stopped tearing each other down and we stopped looking for the places we disagree and we started working from the places we agree. 
Right. And just, and just doing work for the build, kingdom. That's man. right. And just go. But we don't, right? Like, I mean, that's, I don't know. That's where I'm at lately. Yeah. So I wouldn't even say it's like a bad place because sometimes I like these places. It sounds like it's just a heavy realization. Yeah. And like yeah. that. <laughs> And myself, and the truth is, I'm not. I don't mean to stand here and like criticize or throw stones at anyone else. And I hope sure. you hear that. I'm talking to myself. Oh yeah. Because I, I clearly I do it sometimes. Yeah. But I hate that, right? Like, why yeah. did I look at that guy who sold out doing these crazy things you showed me? And mm-hmm. the first thing I want to do is laugh. Yeah. Instead of hearing what he's saying and being like, "Whoa, like, this guy." Yeah. You know why he's acting crazy? Because he believes it. Right. You know, David ran down the streets, dancing. Uh, why? Because the Holy Spirit, you know, it's like, ah, and we just have this thing. And if it doesn't fit the mold of what we think Western Americanized Christianity is, then it's not real, man. It's not real. And I hate that I can sit and preach about it and I'm passionate about it and I'm a rebel in some ways. And that's some of it's sinful. Some of it isn't right. I'm, I think God can use my rebellious spirit to question things, but I hate the fact that I don't know that I can sit there and see it and then still fall prey to it. You know, yeah. I don't know. I think, and then I just, I just, like I said, I don't mean to repeat myself, but what if we were everything we were supposed to be? What if you, what if you and I, assuming you're a Christian watching this, we stopped talking about how much we don't have in common and we focused on the fact that we know Jesus and want other people to, and what would that look like? Yeah. Who would we reach? And I've been obsessed with this lately. And I've probably said, if you're like a regular regular viewer, you'll know I've said this. It is, uh, it is just grabbing me constantly when he said, of all the things, Jesus says, they will know you are my disciples by your love for one another. Yeah. You know what I mean? All the things, dude. So <laughs> is love looking at this guy and being like, yeah, what a weirdo. Ha, ha. No, man. Like, I want to be like, and now I do, right? I see it right. now. We've I, talked about it. Yeah, like, this guy's, I love we're this trying guy. to get a hold of him. Right. <laughs> yeah. We want to bring him to our yeah. church. <laughs> uh, uh. Because why? Because he's, you know, I don't know. But we can't change that. And I think the only thing we can change is us. Yeah. And can we, can we, are we willing, this is it right here, dude. Are we willing to walk away from the crowd? Mm. If that meant we had, that's where he was leading us. Because I'll tell you this first, and we've talked about it, and everybody uses it, and they don't. I wonder if they think of it themselves. Narrow is the path that leads to life, and few will find it. Broad is the way to destruction, and many will enter it. Man. And he was talking to people that followed him. He, I mean, imagine turning to a crowd, because you know all of them are like, good thing I'm on the narrow one, and he's like, uh. We do that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I think the warning is to us. Like, Absolutely. am I on the... Because right after that's when he says, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not cast out demons in your name? And I will say to them, I get away from me, I never knew you. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe this got too heavy or too real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's where I've been. Yeah. But I'm thankful for God's grace in the midst of this, Man, like you said, yeah. that he's got me. That's right. That... And that the truth is, is that he's got you. If you've been in that place where you've maybe been that way and that it's never too late to repent of certain things. And what does repent mean? It just means stop doing it. <laughs> Start following him. That if we've been sweeped along with the crowd, I don't think there's anything wrong with questioning. If the crowd's going this way, mm, because most of the time that's not where he's leading us. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And so to me, in some ways, isn't it weird that we go, well, if the crowd's going this way, it's the right way. When maybe the question is, if the crowd's going this way, whoa. Is this the right way? Yeah. 
take a step back. Yeah. So, hey, let's be better. Yeah. Let's be better. Uh, anyway, that's all I got, man. You got anything no, else? No, I think that was great. Hey, uh, we will, to keep you guys updated, he just said it earlier, um, we, I really encourage you guys to check out episode 7. I meant to say this earlier. I think that was one of our best ones. It's a yeah. previous one, pre-recorded one. Why is it one of the best ones? I think the questions were really solid, mm. and I think that it was just, um, I think it was good stuff. I think it was good meat uh, that we talked about. However, also to let you know, if this blessed you in any way, would you do us a favor and like and share it? Again, mm. it's not because we don't get paid off of this. No. Uh, it's just because we want people to be able to hear it and encourage them and hopefully drive them to Scripture um, if you were blessed, encouraged by it, haven't liked our page, it should be shared by this. You can click on it, find us, The Remnant yeah. Church. Um, click on it and like, right? The other thing is we'll be back. What is today? You know, I'll check today my fancy phone. 19th, so 2021. We will be, 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 we will be back Thursday, March 21st, Lord willing, uh, 8.30 yes. for live Real Talk. And this week I think is really going to happen. I think this is the last week. I don't think we're going to be liars this week. I believe we're going to have a guest this week, is awesome. what I've been told. So we should have another guest here talking with us, hanging out, having nice. some real talk. Yeah. We loved interacting with you guys the last <laughs> couple weeks. So 8.30, March 21st, Thursday. I said that so weird. Thursday, <laughs> March 21st, 8 p.m. Uh, we'll see you then. Other than that, I don't think I have anything. You got anything? No, no man. That's hey, it. we'd love to see you. If you are a person watching this and you don't have a home church and you want a place to check out, we'd love to see you. You can click on the, the page and find uh, where we're at. We're in Columbia City, Indiana. We meet every week from 6 to 7.15-ish in the evening. We're different That's right. in that, I guess. Uh, we also have a free meal from 5 to 6 p.m. We would love to have you come and just hang out with us. Mm. But I think now I'm really done. Other than that, you got anything? No, man, we're good. All right, hey, uh, we love you guys so much. We appreciate you. Have a great day, and God bless you.